The barbecue's on over at McDonald's, y'all. It's McRib time. There's grilled pork swimming in that sassy sauce. A little pickle, a little onion, McRib, chomp. It's like a barbecue in a barn without the bones. So grab yourself some napkins and a big cold Coke. But hurry, cause McRib's only here for a limited time. The good time, great taste <laughs> of McDonald's, McRib. You think you're you think you're sneaky? I tried. You think you're <laughs> sneaky? No. This man trying. Did that Red Bull, Red Bull give you wings? That last gulp did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm flying too on this this this. I'm, Op- nick, open I'm nicked that, out. A open bit. that up. Alrighty. A little bit. That'll that'll get the old eyeballs rolling. There you <laughs> old, go. Old the old balls. That rolling. feels better. Getting the ball rolling, the eyeballs rolling. Don't sit on them. Roll them. Yeah, don't sit on your balls. <laughs> yeah. Good tip. Yeah. I, that happens to me sometimes if I sit wrong. How <sighs> about episode 21? Yes. Wait, what did I just say? Well, well, uh, well, home. Let me let me say it more clearly. Welcome to episode 21. Yes. We are old enough to drink. <laughs> the podcast is old enough to drink. Yeah. Ghost on the Ox. I'm Kevin. I'm Devin. <laughs> I He's, say with a mouth and yeah. lungs full of vapor. You had, that was like worst timing. I could have put you on the spot. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but welcome to episode 21. Um, yeah. So for uh, first off, this is just in front of me, so I'm going to just Go introduce ahead. that. Yeah. So Devin went and got a McRib. The McRib is back. For like the fifth time. You mean the fifth time, bro? I've seen this thing come oh. and go so long. Well, like, yeah, it's a, it's like every few years type thing. But like when they first like brought it back and it was like the major comeback, apparently it wasn't as good. So it was, um, you went and got so, one. So so I think so. I read it. I kept trying to research about it and I kept finding conflicting information. But what I found was that that nationwide, the last time they had it nationwide was in 2012. But they it comes and goes in specific locations also. Sometimes, yeah. So I, cause I'm, and I say that because I'm pretty sure we had it locally sooner or more recently than 2012. Yeah, that's what I, I think the same thing. I just don't uh, remember when. Ew. The hell is that? It looks like you had a, a bug antenna on your phone. Something. I just smeared it across my screen. <laughs> Good one. So yeah, we got a McRib. Um, He's already cut it and prepared it. Yeah, we were gonna do a quick little taste test just to see, you know, is it as good as it used to be? I gotta position myself. Which is kind of a hard thing to. It's kind of a hard thing to like compare it to the past. Well, I don't want to compare it to an eight-year-old sandwich, so. (laughs) (laughs) No, me neither. Um, But I did have a quick little like news article I was gonna bring up regarding this. Um, Let me see if I can pull it up real fast. It's legitimately. uh, It's legitimately a McRib article. Yeah. So it's from um, Fox News. Uh, McDonald's giving McRib sandwiches to people with baby smooth faces as part of cancer awareness initiative. So eating a McRib sandwich. Oh, this this is written by uh, Michael Bartiromo, Fox News. Uh, Butchered it. Yeah, I don't know how you pronounce <laughs> that name, but there you go, guy. Eating a McRib sandwich and supporting cancer research are no longer the mutually exclusive activities that so many Americans will have long believed they were. So McDonald's has announced Monday that it had partnered with No Shave November, a month late. That's okay. Uh, a cancer awareness initiative to raise money for No Shave November's and charitable endeavors via the sale of the McRib sandwiches, which return to the menu on Wednesday. I've been on yes, like sir. No Shave September because I think <laughs> I did shave for my birthday. I'm on No Shave a couple year, of years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're 
reach in there. So just buy a McRib on December 2nd, and your purchase will help support our donation to the charity's cancer initiatives. I don't know if it's just December 2nd or if it's like ongoing thing, but the article says December 2nd. Um, so that's according to McDonald's. So basically, you are contributing to uh, cancer awareness by getting the McRib, which is kind of cool. Uh, helping out No Shave November, even though it's December. No Shave December. To kick things off, McDonald's have also promised free McRib sandwiches to the first 10,000 people, bearded or not, who post a photo of their own clearly shaven or baby smooth face, quote unquote, on Twitter or Instagram. So, so you get a free, free you could just post like a kid picture shave. of yourself. Yeah, I guess you could. Because it said you didn't necessarily have to shave. It just, I mean, they're not going to be able to prove whether or not you shave just for that picture. So if you post a picture like from. They like use an image finder. <laughs> this bitch is lying. So, um, I'm going to prepare this quote. Our bearded fans know facial hair and the McRib just don't mix. Believe me. I've tried. That's very true. Set, uh, said David Tovar, McDonald's vice president of us communications with the nationwide return of the McRib. We're helping fans enjoy every delectable moment by encouraging them to shave for a print for a chance to win a free McRib. And we're excited this year to partner with no shave member, a charity that knows a thing or two about facial hair. So to enter for a free sandwich, fans merely need to share a photo of their baby soft faces to Twitter or Instagram, along with the hashtag shave for number four McRib sweepstakes. The first 10,000 entries will be rewarded with a digital code for a free McWhip. McWhip. How much? McRib. How much is a McRib? Redeemable through McDelivery. McDibs. McDelivery. McDibs. It's like three and some change. Three and some change. It's like 360 something. So well, it, that probably varies by region too. It's kind of like pretty much telling you like, if, if you have a friend you won't shave your beard for that's offering you twenty dollars, why would you do it for a McRib? You know, kind of deal. Awareness. I you know I, I get their, that. That's their justification. Yeah, which is reasonable. No, it's definitely reasonable. I just think it's funny. Like you have people out there that are like, uh, "Yo, bro, you won't shave your beard for like you know twenty bucks." Nah, but I'll do it for McRib though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's cool. Great way yeah. raising awareness. So you have one prepared. And I forgot we you already do. cut it. We do. We have a big rib here. Let's cut here. In half. You gonna... take your half. Okay. And then. I need one of those paper towels. I'm gonna need it. Oh so no. We're just gonna do a little taste test here. Um, we're also hungry, so this is kind of our like breakfast slash lunch. I'm going to. My first uh, observation right off the bat. A lot of sauce, a lot of onion. Yeah, and I had mentioned earlier, I don't remember there being onions and pickles on the original yeah, one. Yeah, that's what you said, and that threw me off, because I do remember onions. I just remember so many. They really sauced it up on this one. Yeah, now it's it's cold. <laughs> it's kind of cold. <laughs> it's been chilly here. Yeah, yeah, in Florida, it's been like... It was 48 degrees this morning. Yeah, it reached 46 at one point last night. That's crazy. And to top it off, like Fair at work, me. I work outside, so it's not terrible. I wear my pork... God, I can't talk. I, I wore wear my, my I wear my pork jacket. No, my my parka. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say pork something. What are you doing? I'm trying to fix my microphone <laughs> stand. Sorry. But um, I wear my parka at work, and it's funny because no one knows like what a parka is. Mm-hmm. So when they asked me like where to get my jacket, I was like, you know, military surplus store. It's a parka, and they're like, come again. And like, <laughs> I mean, look at me. Yeah. And it's out there hanging up. They're like, is that some Himalayan shit? Yeah. Like, people ask me, like, this snowboarding jacket? I'm like, it can be. <laughs> Might as well be. Okay. So, you dive like, into this? Uh, yeah, we can. I'm only going to take a corner bite. I'm going to move away from the mic a little bit. So, not. Yeah. Smacking into the mic. Yeah. They do use the same roll. It's cold. 
Yeah, it's like a hoagie, like a small hoagie bun. Is yours as cold as mine? I mean, I'm, I imagine it is. It's room temp. Mine's like cold. If not colder. I am right under the fan. It's still good. Yeah, I got a decent bite of the rib, the onion, and pickle on one bite. Same. The first one was pretty good. For me, though, like I remember like the first time I had it, it was different, so it was good. Because you know how things get old over time? Mm-hmm. Like I can only eat so many different things from a Taco Bell menu it, for the fact that it's all the same food, mm-hmm. you know, quoted by Rhett and like rearranged all in different ways. That's just a fact about Tex-Mex. It is. But um, this, on the other hand, I mean, I'll go to like the nearest gas station and get something similar to this. And it's it's up it's like to par with the McRib. The fact that it's from McDonald's though makes me feel a little bit better about it. Yeah, and to me, I have no complaints. So I'll save yeah. that for later. It's pretty good. I mean, I have like it's two cold. bites left, so I'll go ahead and finish mine. <laughs> that that kind of brings me into uh, something you brought up earlier. Yeah, like the fact that I'd rather buy it from McDonald's, even though it's like, even you see at the gas station something wrapped up. It's like this. It's essentially the same thing: processed pork meat. With the pickles, sauce, and onion. Well, the ones at the gas but, station I know don't have it. They have cheese on them. Oh, they have cheese? I'd, I'd fuck with some cheddar cheese on this. Yeah, which is, it's but, fire. But yeah, the, that's that's a strange thing about gas station food in general is that I would, like, it's essentially the same thing, but I somehow trust the restaurant more. Yeah, as far as dating goes, because it's like, pretty much like what I was saying earlier was, is it confidence in like mm-hmm. the pick? Of the you know of the food that you're grabbing, or is it desperation? Because how like how bad do you actually want a gas station McRib? And for me, uh oh, uh oh, what happened? Sorry, notification from L brother. He wants to fly drones. Oh, okay. Yeah, (laughs) random, but like for as far as like the gas station sandwich, I mean, I'm comfortable going to the nearest. Cumberland Farms or whatever and grabbing like their slice of pizza and stuff that doesn't bother me I mean that's a little bit different because that's more fresh that and it's also like I can look at it and tell how old it is mm-hmm. being that I've worked in the pizza industry but not even just pizza like for me like I've been in such a desperate like hunger there's times where I'll grab quite a few things off of like the roller and the hot dog mm-hmm. the taquitos. the taquitos and shit and then they have those, um, roller, like those chicken. pre-made chicken sandwich mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that, like our racetracks have those. I don't yeah. know if everybody else does, but we the gas station store racetrack. Yeah, we don't have, we don't just have a race, like <laughs> race a racetrack. Well, no, yeah, the <laughs> racetrack gas station. We don't just have like a, a NASCAR. We do have a horse track corner. around here. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even know about that. Where is that? I don't know where it's at, but I know we have one. Oh. Like My grandmother cont- used to be really into betting on horse races back in the day. That was her thing. She bets like gas station food. <laughs> the hands over like a taquito for, put two taquitos on Winchester. <laughs> what? But yeah, no. Uh, as far as gas station food, so. You know what? Okay, I'm sorry to cut you off again, but you know the the main joke is usually like, oh, gas station sushi. I don't think I've ever seen sushi at a gas station. Ever. I have. Really? Yeah. At a uh, uh, what is it? The um, Love Love's gas station. Okay. They have it. That's definitely something I would not eat. It's at a gas scary station. looking. Yeah, because what? 
Sushi is something that has like a very narrow window of when you should eat it. So in gas stations, that shit is on the shelf for weeks probably. Why, yeah. why do they even bother with that? I don't know. I don't get it. I know for a fact though, like the stuff they have as far as like those hard boiled eggs that are. I wouldn't touch that either. Yeah, like that's 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 just weird to me. Yeah. I get pickled eggs. That's different because pickling yeah. is a form of preser- like pr- preserving. Literally fruit. preserving it. Yeah. And but just I mean I guess those are pickled in a way. Like the, I've never eaten one. I wouldn't know. Mm. If I'm if I want a hard boiled egg, I'm gonna eat it at home. I think the riskiest thing that I eat from a gas station is. Wawa has those pre-made sa- like wraps. Oh yeah, by the the exit. Yeah, they have like or the like sa- cash register. Yeah, like or there's like a middle like shelf thing. In the oh okay. They yeah. have like fresh sandwich. Whether it's like a wrap, like a chicken wrap, like buffalo chicken or ranch or something like that. There's those styles, um, but they're there for a little while too. Yeah, but at least those were like they had to have been made that day at some point. Probably, but I've had ones that are really slimy. Yeah. Like, it's been there all day, probably. You, like, bit into it, and everything just slips apart. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, I don't eat this no more. Yeah, I've had that experience, too. And But that's like that's what takes me back to, like, confidence or desperation. Like, this one time I was desperate and went into the... We have an old <laughs> gas station out off of, like, the King's Highway area, mm-hmm. and it's called um, uh, Midnight Farms. It's, like, this random-ass gas station. It's been there forever. And, like, they... They have those pre-made deli sandwiches too, and I just was like Is coming. Locally owned, yeah. Type thing, okay. Yeah, and um, why? Why? So you can beep it out. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I don't think it's like a a major name. It's like this is it's like this weird. I don't I don't mean it in any like bad way, but it's like a country store that's never been updated. Mm. Like it's just been the way it is. Mom and pop. Just yeah. Traditional old yeah. store type thing. Um, but now you go in there. There's like a whole half section of like. Uh, glass work and pipes and bongs and stuff and like it's like Ooh. right it's literally right in the entrance it's funny that's cool yeah and then they have like a section where they're selling like knives and pocket knives and stuff like that it's weird it's like the first you know like those mall stores that are there for a day my, my brain you said knives and pocket my mind was gonna go knives and pocket pussies <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why oh um, god I'm sorry he probably had them too I'm not sure <laughs> But he also had those like pre-made deli sandwiches. Okay. And I was like, well, what the heck? I grabbed it and like drove away and was eating it on the road. And like halfway through eating the first part, I realized that like the it was um, a spinach wrap, mm-hmm. and like the bottom part was just literally melting. Yeah. It was just soggy, so I was just like, Gross. not good. Yeah. Yeah. There is another. And it actually, I'm pretty sure I had a, like a bad number two. Yeah. Down the road that day. Like, not on the road, but down the road, (laughs) further into that day. There's a gas station that I frequently, well, that I frequent because I I do delivery and I pass by it really often because it's near where I work. And sometimes on a delivery, I'll go there to get gas, grab an energy drink or like a snack or something. And they actually have a little restaurant in it. Running running on energy drinks and nicotine. Literally. And they have uh, literally a restaurant in there. But what's cool is that they have stuff that's pre-made by the restaurant. Like, I think they make some stuff once in the morning and once in the afternoon. And they have, like, these little heat shelf, like, heat... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Little heat... Uh, it's like a Caribbean. Know, Isn't it cake. like a Caribbean restaurant? Mm, yes, but they have more than that. They have, like, oh. cheeseburgers and, like, chicken sandwiches. They got, like, Jamaican patties. Those are really good. Bro, and I live off of Jamaican beef patties at work. So and you can, they have them like pre-made sitting there on the shelf. You can walk in. They're like a dollar ninety-nine. 
grab them, go to the counter, and just buy them, leave. Dude. But the sandwiches, I like what they do is that they, they make them plain. Like, they make hamburgers, cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, literally just the meat and the bread. Yeah. And they have them up there. And you can buy just that. But if you want toppings, you can also go to the actual, like, the, the shelf, yeah. Yeah, and they'll, they'll put the toppings on for you. No extra charge. To making beef patty, man. That so sounds like, good. So, like, if you're in a rush, like I am sometimes during the deliveries, I just grab one of the plain ones and just dip. Dip. Yeah. But if I got a second, yeah, I'll get some pickles and onion on there. Get some uh, tomato and rice. I, I knew about that gas station, oh, too. I, I don't ever go in there, though. They have, like, the highest gas prices. Uh, if I know which one you're talking about, yeah. They, they usually always have higher gas prices. I don't remember... So I can't confirm it or not. I think it's because it's <laughs> privately owned. Maybe. That is probably. Yeah. But I'm sense. pretty sure. They, I actually seem like a that same that same U uh or that same gas station I rented a U-Haul from. That's right. They used to I don't think they do that anymore. Though. Not anymore. They have new owners. Yeah. And the place is cleaned up and like nice now. Probably. Um but the uh <laughs> I thought about applying there actually because the people who work there seem like a vibe. Like they behind the restaurant or just in the store in general? In the store. Well, both actually, but mainly like the actual store itself. The, like the younger, like they seem like dudes in their twenties, and they like they're always outside vaping and, and just hanging out. Because when I pull up, I pull up at hours that like people aren't really there sometimes. Um, well, it's it's like that five o'clock, five to six o'clock rush. There's hella people there, but like later on, like around like eight, there's like it's kind of dead. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they seem cool. Speaking of which, I, I can, interactions with them. I actually know another place I can get you, uh, another job. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I, I actually totally forgot to mention it earlier. Mine's so cool. that's a air five. Whoop. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. That's exciting because I actually forgot about it and this whole big new ordeal going on It's my coworker talking to me about it. He's transitioning. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm trying to well, snap fingers and points at Devin. <laughs> That's stuff to talk about after the podcast. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the podcast. It doesn't. I just remembered. <laughs> That's okay. Um, no, I'm looking forward to hearing that, though. Yeah. Sorry, people. If I had to, I had thing, to say I'll something or it. I would have forgot. If it becomes a thing in my life, I'll talk about it. Yeah. But for right now, because I don't know. Yeah. It's a mystery. That's why I said <laughs> Air 5. Anyways. But, um, yeah, people at this gas station. Yeah, no, they're just cool. That was really the end of the story. Ow. And the food there was pretty decent. Because mm-hmm. it's made, like, it's not just some factory. But see, I don't know if I would consider that, like, official gas station food. True. Because if I went in there and I saw what they had, like you're saying, and, and, you know, they're asking if I want shit on it, as far as, like, mustard, ketchup, mayo, toppings, I would consider that, like, fresh. Yeah. And, like, behind a deli in a way. You never eat... I don't know who still does... Sorry, I'm far from the mic uh, i don't know who still does this they probably hopefully would have learned by now but never eat something that's prepackaged that has mayo already on it oh yeah i think most just should make like makers of food like that probably have learned by now but yeah there's probably some lower grade ones that just slap everything on there and let you figure it out oh <laughs> i couldn't imagine it has mayo or cheese already on it that's risky yeah because, I mean, mayo is just lard, so... <laughs> <laughs> mayo is just fat and eggs. Egg, fat, and fat. Eggs, fat, oil. Isn't it, like, the fatty part of eggs? Or, no, egg whites don't... It's supposedly doesn't have any fat in it. I don't remember, man. I don't make mayo. 
I should know this. I know that vegetable oil is in it. Well, you can't mm-hmm. make it vegetable oil. Then there's other stuff. I like mayo. Me too. On a good sandwich, like a BLT especially, dude. You ever? My, my BLTs are a lot more than BLTs. Oh, me too. I toast that shit. I put some fancy Dijon mustard on there. Put mayo on there. The lettuce and tomato. Salt and pepper, oil uh, vinegar. Then I put, che- put some cheddar cheese on there. We did this last time and it almost turned into a cooking episode. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, we're talking about food now. Yeah, no. Um, realistically, you know, going back to gas station food and stuff, like even the pre-made sandwiches at like certain like racetrack, for instance, I consider those better off than buying a roller food or whatever because mm-hmm. they do have those ones, especially like you were saying, the buffalo chicken rollers. Mm-hmm. You got to watch out for those. Do you? Some of them have cheese in them. Oh. And like the one time I actually ended up getting one with cheese in it, it had a sour taste to it. Ugh. Not good. Yes. Spit that bitch right out. Um, racetrack, or at least the one near me, they have uh, kolaches, which are really good. Oh, they're wrapped. They're literally kind of like small tamales. No, they're they're um they have those too actually. Yeah, tamales. but no, the kolaches are like hot dog or sausage wrapped in breading. Hmm. But it's like it's kind of like picking a blanket. Yeah, it's like that. But it had but the sausage is different. It has like it has jalapeno cheese in it. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Dude, that sounds the, good. The breading is really nice too, cause it's like buttery, like, like a um, buttery biscuit fliskets. <laughs> buttery biscuit base. Yeah. You think about that? That fucking video. Buttery biscuit base. Buttery. Biscuit buttery base. flaky. Yeah. Flaky buttery. If you haven't seen that video, go look that shit up. Buttery biscuit base. Yeah. It should be an old couple. Yeah, it is actually. And like I they remember. both try it out. Yep. That's funny. Um. So. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go on the entire episode about gas station food. What's so. another thing that you should never have from gas station? Tuna sandwich. Yeah. Those like those like triangle shaped containers. Yeah, pre cut ones. That those. Have the, like egg salad or tuna. Yeah. Chicken, I've know. had to drop into had, desperation and buy like a turkey sandwich that's just and they're dry. They don't have anything on them. I've done egg. I've done the egg one before. Oof. Honestly, nothing happened. I don't think it's terrible, but like, again, just no. be careful. Yeah, I would, I would look at dates. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've, I've had to stoop, like I was saying, to get like, just a plain turkey sandwich, mm-hmm. nomming that bitch down real quick. And it was fine. I didn't put anything on it, but it was like, they're hard times, though. I, I went and got like a tuna sandwich and like broke that seal. And then there was like a thing of water on the bottom. And I'm like, nope. Just the like, whole thing in like the trash. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be liquid in there. No. Nope. <laughs> well, it comes off the tuna, but the bread's sitting in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just all soggy now. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I'm so sorry about grossing it out. Yeah. Gross soggy out. bread and bad tuna. But on the bright side, the McRib is still as good as it was when I first tried it. Yeah, the McRib is pretty decent. I still have a little bit to eat, so. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to save that. Um, you have like one bite? What is it? It's like two and a half. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's your... What's like the ideal, if you're on a budget, let's say you have $5 and you have to get best quality and quantity ratio you can of food from the gas station. Um, like let's say you're on a long road trip. All you have money is for is gas and occasional snacks. You have $5. You go in. You need to find something that will last you another three hours. Uh, but you're trying to get something good. Um, what are you looking for? And I only have five dollars. Yeah, and some change. Well, because yeah, I was gonna say, like, uh, for me, if it was like, say, a drive from here to uh, the Keys mm-hmm. or whatever, 
it's not five dollars, but like uh, those big bags of pistachios, like they have okay. the pre-shelled ones. You just sit there and pick yeah. through them. Yeah, you could live off of that. On the road, especially. Probably, probably get a small one for five bucks. Yeah, but that's not nearly enough. You'll have like eight of them, and then. If I only had five bucks, my thing would probably be, for a three-hour drive. Let's say I have no stops, right? I have to go for three hours. Let's say I've already been going, and then I have to do. Then I have to go another three hours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my thing would probably be like. A really big drink. Like, usually you can get, like, brisk or, like, Arizona in, like, really big things. Fountain drinks at some places well, are, like, 86 cents. That's better. Actually, that's even better. You're smart. I was thinking about that. Like, Polar Pop. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Like, literally, like, 89 cents for, like, this giant thing. And it, it stays cold. They have that crushed ice. That's the best ice. Yeah. Crushed ice is the best ice. Team my, crushed. My, my fridge does crushed ice. And really? Yeah. My fridge doesn't have an ice maker. Mine does, but it runs out really fast because it's a really small amount of ice. It makes, like, the container's, like... This shape, and it's like from here to like there, so it's like this much ice. Nice. So like in an more ice than I have. Yeah, you have zero ice. <laughs> uh, living in medieval Europe, no ice to have. <laughs> Got to go get like the giant block of ice off the mule. Yeah. We'll have the mule drag it on Honey, a sled. Uh, the ice man's here. The ice man coming. <laughs> he has no ice. <laughs> no ice. They can hear that. That's okay. I'm trying not to play it back. Um, we'll eventually have it plugged into the interface. Yeah. Kevin was playing music on his keyboard. We should do, um, like I said, I don't know if you've ever played it, but some of the listeners probably have played it. Know Your Meme. Know Your Meme. I think I have played it, but not with you. Somebody else. I mean, I was surprised when I was playing it because I forgot how vulgar it is. Yeah. It's It's a card game. It's a card game. And it's if you've ever heard of Cards Against Humanity... That's it's literally in the same avenue, except Where your prompts, which on Cards Against Humanity are your black cards. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pictures and like okay, they're all memes. Got you, and you have to come up with something for and it. And like your answer for it is is like when you're shitting and your mom walks in or something like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I see. But uh, one of the cards we had, like one of the answers was when you're you walk into your grandma's room getting. Like her boots knocked or something like that, oh, and like the picture was a reaction. Hell no, okay. it was bad. <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. It's it's awesome though. Like the the game, the game's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walking on your grandma is not awesome. No, getting um, your boots yeah, knocked. Kevin brings that up because we're talking about doing some live streaming. I just ordered stuff that we need for that. Um, you got your camera. Yep. I've got the shotgun mic. Yep. What else did we need? Adapter. For audio. Tripod. I have to have that. Need an adapter for audio to go for, for streaming using a phone. Mm-hmm. For video using a camera. Yeah. For live streaming, a phone would be a lot easier. Because um, it's a whole thing. Just get it. Right yeah. Now. Just get a but tripod for your phone. I have that too. Oh, okay. This man took out it all. We got it. I'm telling you. Literally, this one adapter is all we needed. He has everything except his microphone close to his mouth. It's closer now. <laughs> hey, look. I'm like. A good thumb finger. Yeah, thumb finger. <laughs> An L. I'm, a good, I'm like a, I'm a third. Good L away. I'm a third knuckle. You're a third knuckle away. Yeah, I technically that's not a knuckle. I could be kissing the mic like this. The it's I'd responding better. Yeah, it is, but then I'm hella loud. <laughs> I'd rather be a couple like in, like an inch or two away. Uh, like this. this man apologizes for being quiet. Well, listen, 
Okay, I'm working on it. All right, it's a lot better. The waveforms look good now. Tweet him and tell him to speak into the microphone. Don't. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'll block you. No, no, no tweet hate. I won't block you. No tweet that. hate. Um, if you're responding to him on Twitter, you guys need to be asking questions. Yes. Nobody's responding. To yeah, I know. That's all right. It'll happen one day. Actually. Wait, you guys will see. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really like Twitter, anyways. <laughs> Oh, you're switching gonna, platforms. Well, I'm going to keep using Twitter because it's there. And a lot of people use it. but I'm gonna, It exists. It Somebody exists. use it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a huge platform, so I'm still going to use it. I don't like it, though. I'm probably going to branch this out a little bit more to like Reddit. And, Bet. And uh, stuff like that. Keep eyeballs out for it. Yeah. He'll be able to post links for it in his Twitter. I don't know how to make a subreddit, but one day I'll do that when we have enough people. Mm-hmm. We are going to try eventually doing a production and process stream on Reddit video. Mm-hmm. You wanted to do that, yeah. and we'll do a walkthrough. I'm going to have the studio set up. We're going to make it nice and cool in here Yep. and uh, start so doing that. So we're going to have, it's going to be kind of a slightly janky, not janky, but not as clean setup until you move. Then when we have a full Well, for now, setup, this, this angle. No, no, I'm just saying this is not like. No, yeah. This is not our... It's more storage than it is, Stu. What's what's the best way? To, it's not our ideal, ideal like, streaming setup, because we want to actually have it set up a certain way. Just set up the living room. For a live stream, we could. Or just a live stream of us sitting on our couch. I mean, we could do that, too. <laughs> just, just staring into the camera. Just, yeah. Staring contest with the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That'd be what funny. We, what if we had callers? You had, you had people comment and like you blinked. No, wait, what if we had a caller and we're doing a staring contest with just that person while they're on the line? And we're looking at the camera though. And then as soon as we blink or they blink or whatever. We're not going to know if they do. They'll be honest. It's an honor system. No. <laughs> Fuck. They'll be sitting there like, I'm still going. I'm still going. We'll be able to tell. Be like 10 minutes in. It's like, bro, your eyes are dry. Like, you've blinked. <laughs> your eyes are raisins right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got raisins for eyes. We should do a staring contest. Not right now, but we should do that. Uh, for a stream. For a stream? <laughs> for a stream, yeah. <laughs> Me and you doing a staring contest. <coughs> we could. Uh, it has we to be with alcohol. I was going to say drinking game uh, staring contest. Every time you blink, you should take a shot. To the eye. Oh my god! <laughs> An eyedropper full of whiskey. Oh my god! That sounds like a torture method. Waterboarding with whiskey. Oh, that sounds like a really bad torture method. An expensive one. An expensive one. That's a lot of whiskey <laughs> yeah. to go to waste. And just like go through all the whiskey you have in a tavern. You have buckets full of whiskey. Just just an entire barrel. Yeah. Just grab the barrel. I itself. bet you could get the information you want because that'd probably be worse than water. Mm-hmm. A lot worse than water. Kevin has just finished his McCrib. It was going to go bad. <laughs> if you waited longer, it would mm-hmm. be freezing cold. What if that's? What if it has just like weird chemical properties? Just like the longer you wait, it freezes. Just turns to ice. Yeah, just over time when it's exposed to oxygen, it just literally freezes. I like, probably wouldn't eat another one, that's for sure. <laughs> this, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, if it's doing that inside me, ugh, it's a problem. That's funny. I mean, I say that. But in reality, we still drink like Coke, and Coke does weird shit to like car batteries, like de- like corrodes it. Coke, Coke pulls rust off of that's what it does, right. off of uh, bumpers, like steel yeah. bumpers with chrome. It takes off the, cro- like the green shit, on a battery. Yeah, what's that called? Corrosion. Corrosion. 
Yeah, it decorrodes it. Yeah. I felt like I was making a board for something. No, yeah. When there's corrosion on your battery, you can pour Coca-Cola on it. Yeah, it's so that's freaky. It's the aspartame. Yeah, and yeah, I still drink it. I mean, that's just a scary word too. Aspartame. Aspartame. Like Accutane. We said that last episode. Yeah. It's, it's the anything, words. anything that has ac and tame or ain't the tame makes it sound like, like a chemical that should be in your car. Octane. It's not like you're speaking Klingon. <laughs> Octane. Octane. Or Hebrew. <laughs> I wish. That'd be cool to be bilingual or multilingual. Yeah, actually, I'm I took jealous. Spanish for two years and I didn't learn a damn thing. Me too, but I did learn some stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I, I. Language is a little bit easier for me. The moose knuckle like, on here. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gavin's fiddling with his mic stand, and I don't know what he's talking about, but he's oh. in his own little world. <laughs> um, I I like languages and stuff, as you know. You know, I made one. I made a. I made. I literally made. I guess listeners don't know about it, but I literally made a language. That was a school project at first, right? No, it was just a hobby. Oh. It started out as. <laughs> Friends and I wanted like a weird a code that we could send each other notes in, so that if we wanted to type not type but write something out that we didn't want people to read. Usually it was dumb shit like dick and. It's fart. a very like progressive way of going about something. Like, well, that's how we did it. We wanted a way to send notes to each other in class without, and if somebody intercepted it, teachers like, will you please read it? read it in front of the, the class? And you're just like, it's point, like, point, y'all. It's like wingdings. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's kind of how it started. Was I just made up new symbols for the English language? Like okay. you just send a symbol and what it means underneath it, and you give it to your friend. No, it's like we, I taught my my close two friends yeah. exactly what the codes were, so they they memorized it pretty easily mm. actually. Because it was literally just the twenty six letters, just new letters. True. So we could, if as long as you memorize those, you could spell everything out like normal, pretty much. That's neat. But just nobody else would know. I do remember spelling out my name in your language. Yeah, that was fun. So we did that, and eventually I just got interested in what's called conlang, constructed languages, which is stuff like. Like Dothraki from Game mm-hmm. of Thrones or Navi. Or, yeah, from Avatar. Yeah, or uh, what's another example? Um, um, Elvish yeah. from um, uh, Lord of the Rings. You know, th- those languages are literally built from the ground up, brand new. Mm-hmm. They have influences from other languages that exist, but they're not naturally created. Yeah. So they're conlangs. And I got really interested in that whole subject and, and uh, started developing my own. So I made made its own it's new new grammar new spelling system like new writing system new vocabulary like everything like yeah and I, I learned actually through that process that um uh J.R.R. Tolkien mm-hmm. was actually a linguist first and he was like he knew he studied languages to begin with um and the reason he created the whole Lord of the Rings like lore was to give a backstory to the language that he made. And it ends up being like one of the best yeah. Um, yeah. books of all time. And that's kind of accidentally what I did also. Yeah. Because I started this around around like 2012-ish. I started playing Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And I created a name for myself, my character name. And I wanted to have a name that felt like medieval, that felt like it fit the world. Just does the same thing. And I made and I used that name as like a character. I made my own character for the lore of the language that I created. Oh, that's smart. And then made a whole world around that. That's cool. Yeah. Did it on ESO? No, uh, uh, Skyrim. Oh. ESO wasn't around yet. 
True. ESO was like now you can really do it on on ESO. Probably yeah. Just break free. I I had a a map like a pretty detailed map of the continent that I made up. Yeah. Like drawn out a long time ago, but it got ruined because it was in my pocket and it went through the wash. Damn. Yeah, it just the paper just turned to blue. <laughs> it just turned to blue. Yeah. It was blue from ink. the oceans. It was blue ink. Blue ink on paper uh, does not work well in a washing machine, or any ink for that matter. Unless it's unless it's money. Money doesn't get fucked up in the wash too badly. It just gets wet. You can dry it off. That's because it's half paper, half cotton. You're half paper. You're half cotton. I try to be. <laughs> I try to achieve that. I feel like standard. you said after I had looked at my outfit and said I was like dressed to go skate. You looked like a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I could do one of those videos of like pick your character. (laughs) And like character select. Yeah. (laughs) Character select. Do like the military. Yeah, put play like dress up a bunch of different outfits that you got. And it could be like character select of like what do I want to look like today? Boop. Yeah, what is my avatar? Yeah. Have like the classic hippie. Yeah. And then go from that to like country. (laughs) Yeah. Wear my blue dreams and and boots. Yeah. My dreams. Blue dreams. My blue dreams. My blue dreams. My blue dreams. <laughs> blue dreams. Mm. Um, and then I'm trying to smoke some blue dream. Blue jeans. I'm pretty sure blue dream is a weed strain. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Okay. Well, all right. Oh, you didn't know that? I was. I said I'm pretty sure. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't 100. percent Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought you said you want to go smoke blue jeans. <laughs> Let's go smoke some blue jeans. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I'm just imagining someone rolling a blunt with a with, with blue jeans. jeans, with denim. Yo, I got here smoke, a denim blunt. Smoke the blunt. <laughs> the blunt. The jean nut. Jean blunt. Jean jean nut. 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 What's a nut? Jean nut. Like blunt. Jean nut. Yeah. Why not just blunt? Just blunt. Blunt. <laughs> blunt. Oh man! Yeah, because you know, like the meme. There's probably somebody out there who already has. Well, there's a there's that meme where like people just change something to jeans and they change the J. Like, yeah. Put the J in there, like you know, like um, jorts. Jorts. But they brought it extra, like another step further, like shoes. <laughs> I could. You don't even have to try to say it. I could already see what you're saying. <laughs> shoes would be Jews. <laughs> Oh my god! Unintentional. But yeah, that's what it would it's be. Just, I'm I'm laughing more at the fact that the spelling of it's just J H O E, juice. My shirt would be a jerk. Jerk. <laughs> Jets. Be a hat. Yeah. Jet. It just kind of sounds like a denim jean gang. What about a, a roller skate jean roller skate? Like like Tim's, but they're roller skates. <laughs> sure. <laughs> roller jeans. Roller roller Timberlands. Roller Tims. Like Heelys, but they're Timberlands. Yo, watch out. This boy got the roller Tims. <laughs> He's wearing full on Tims with skates. <laughs> Not even in line with the quad skates. Yeah. I would I would probably wear those. Somebody you, can't you just can't you literally get things that just clamp to the bottom of your shoe to turn it into a skate? Yeah, but they're not as like quality as an actual yeah, skate. That's true. They're not gonna be. They can just pop. They're off. usually those ones that you're like training to skate, so they yeah. don't roll. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then they also have a. I know they have something like an adapter. You can put like a hard sh- uh, frame in the sole of your shoe and then attach it to a skate, and then you can like pretty much make a boot out of <laughs> make start, a skate out of a boot. Start shredding. Quite literally, a Tim skate. Roller boot. Make these quads. Th- these would be terrible. I'd break an ankle. What about mine? I got these boots. This, this one, these might work. 
Maybe. You could probably wear those snowboarding. Maybe. They look like snow boots. I used to ice skate a little bit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, great. Well, because I went on, because this girl that I was into was really into skating and stuff. Uh, and um, yeah, so I'd go on weekends with her. That's what's like, up. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I started. You know, I'm I, pretty good at ice skating. It was really bad. It was really hard at first, but once you go a couple times, you start to get the you get the hang of it, and it becomes less. Oh, I just got like chills thinking of like when you're skating and you hit like a hole in the ice and you feel it. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not great. nails on chalkboard kite. But um, that relationship ended because she uh, really had a fascination with the the, the um, ice hockey boys. So hmm. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Hmm. Team play. <laughs> oh what boy. Boys plural. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> Boys, uh, plural. I'll leave it at that. Oh, Lord, dude. Yeah. That's fucked. A little bit. It's like, to me, like, that whole gang bang shit makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it does me, too. It's like... Like, I mean, do you, but, like, I'm... I'll stand this one out, guys. <laughs> Rain check. Yeah. I'll go play Xbox, you guys. That's can. such a crazy thing to organize. It's like... You, you can easily be like, yo, me and the boys are going to the bar. You want to join? It's like, no, nah, me and the boys are going to bang this girl. You want to join? Like, that's such a, like, such like a strange how many life. are you? And it's like, oh, the five of us. How many are you and the boys? <laughs> and they're like five people on, on one body. It's like, I'm, I'm okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch the game and probably drink a couple beers. It's like know? the ratio of, of guy to pussy is very bad. It's not good. Not, not in your favor. Not healthy. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy in the corner of the room not getting any action, but then right. you don't want to like kind of push your naked homie out of the way to right. like get in on so it. Just being a dick. It's just, and not even that. I just couldn't imagine being that guy. Yeah, me either. Like to me, that's like, I don't know. It's kind of like in a way you're fucking watching porn at the same time with your homie like it's a little, yeah, it's a little you, you kind of don't you don't bring that up with your friends around especially like your guy friends mm. like hey man you want to watch some porn together like no well the first time i ever watched porn was with brandon but you guys aren't like you know milking the cow together no, <laughs> <laughs> no we weren't no actually he, he did something funny uh i hope he doesn't mind me t- i don't think he would care if i tell the story oh boy i don't think he would i don't think he would care um I might have even told it already. I don't know. But one of the first times I ever watched porn was with Brandon for some reason. And we were probably like, he's a couple years old. No, he's like two years older than me. So we were like, I don't know. I was probably like 11, 12. No, I had to be younger than that. I don't know. I'm just, fuck it. doesn't matter. But we were young enough to where like I had only seen porn like once before maybe. I knew what it was, but didn't watch it. Yeah. But he apparently did. And he knew the sites to go to. Oh, boy. And he pulled up some shit on his laptop. Uh, you remember the Brandon laptop days. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he was like one of the only kid that had a laptop. Yeah, on Omegle. Yeah. We were always on Omegle. Jesus Christ. Chat roulette. That um, fucking website. <laughs> Chris. So, <laughs> he pulled up some porn. And uh, actually, I think it was like like a gangbang type scenario. Good God. But reversed. And all I remember is the video was... A dude was in a chair, and different women were lined up, and they took turns, like, you know. Taking their turn. Taking their turn, and then they'd get up and go, and another girl in line would step up, for some reason. And I just remember, like, 30 seconds of that, 
And then, wow, you were in it 30 seconds. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not what I meant, but... Uh, you're just sitting there like, go on. We were, like, <laughs> we, well, Brandon and I weren't just sitting there like watching the whole whole porn yeah. video together. He just like, we're like, clip, you know, like skipping through shit. Yeah. Or like, you know, clicking around. Yeah. And we watched that for like 25, 30 seconds. And he's like, all right. And he clicked to something else. And then he's like, I'll be right back. He takes the computer, goes in the bathroom. And I'm like, this man. Oh, boy. And But in reality... I hear him like playing some like browser like flash game, and he comes out and he's playing something. I'm like, oh, this man brought the computer in the bathroom to, to play like Alfie.com or some <laughs> shit. I think he's playing like Combat Arms or something like that. Oh, bro, him and Connor were like way into Combat Arms. Combat Arms was the shit for a minute. That's like before Xbox. Yeah. Like honestly. But before the 360, at least. That's what I meant. Yeah. Because nowadays, like. The first gen Xbox doesn't even exist. You don't really, really talk about. Yeah, it. you don't hear anybody talking about it. Unless However, the the one of the best games I've ever played on Xbox was Pariah. I never owned an Xbox. It was like pre Halo. Really? It was everything Halo is, but before Halo existed. I, I never owned an Xbox, the original one. I had. I was actually a before the 360. I was a PS2 guy. Yeah, I think I was too actually, and the only reason I had an original Xbox was Connor had one. And uh, everybody like just shared the same console, mm-hmm. but his he only had one because our uncle and, and our aunt gave it to him. I didn't get a console for the longest time. My first ever console was one of the white three sixties. It was for a birthday one year, um, and uh, yeah. I remember uh, that red ring within like a year. I think <laughs> when I first got into video games too, it was like right around the time um, that same uncle and aunt were moving because they used to live kind of further out on like the east side and now they actually live around here but i used to like stay the night over there like my, me and Corey would they used to have a ps1 mm-hmm. and we that, i first got into like playing games on twisted metal mm. like that card game, with, game yeah with the rockets and shit and they he had another game i forget what it's called and i'm pretty sure um you can play it on uh what's it called game pass Oh, an yeah, and it, uh, it was like one of those top-down, but at an angle-style games, like a dungeon crawler, but it was just like you versus this entire army of people in these hidden rooms, and all the only like source of light you had was a flashlight, but you would go through this room, like pretty much invincible, and had like a minigun, and would just like splat these guys all over the floor. And like... So it was cool. And I was like fucking eight years old yeah. <laughs> playing this. I, my, I had a couple of different phases of playing games before I got into like being what I would consider myself to be a gamer. Yeah. And it was once I was really young and it was um my just to give some background information, I was really young and my mom and I were living in this like apartment complex, like townhouse complex, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend's sister and her kids lived with us for like a short stint because she it was a whole thing. Like, she was moving house and just didn't have a place mm-hmm. to go for, like, a couple months or whatever. Lived with us. So, me and her kids played PS2 a lot. And it was usually... We played a game... It was a racing game called uh, Crash and Burn. Yeah. Which is a fun game. Very arcadey. And then we played... They had some other anime. I feel like Crash and Burn is the predecessor to Burnout. Probably. They had, like, some kind of, couple of anime-type games, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had... I had this, like, Shaolin Showdown... Based on it's a cartoon. I had a video game based on that. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then um, Shaolin Showdown. Yeah, 
It was a good show. Mm-hmm. Then, um, so that that was like, yeah, that was my first like first time. That, that's my furthest back memory of playing video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to say some time passed. My mom started be, uh, was become a um, personal trainer, and the gym that she worked at had like a like a kids like hangout like a, it's pretty much daycare. But they had like an older, like a room for like older kids that didn't really need supervision. Yeah. To hang out, and uh, everybody's just wiling out. <laughs> well, it wasn't like old. It was like the oldest was probably twelve. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, your twelve year old generation was wiling too. <laughs> true. So. Uh, so they had a PS2 back then, and, or back there. And what I would do is every single day that I went there, I would bring my copy of Star Wars Battlefront. I forget if it was one or two. But for the PS2? Yeah. That yeah. one was like the OG, like mm-hmm. the the better of the few games that they and did. I don't even remember how I got that game either. Because I don't remember buying it myself. I don't remember. I just Borrowing it, it and then someone forgot it? It must have been a hand-me-down hand me or, or that. Or, or I borrowed it. But yeah, I would bring that to there every single day and I'd play it for hours. And I'd play like Galactic Conquest for hours. Kids, kids nowadays won't know the Guitar Hero or Rock Band days. <laughs> because yeah. that was a whole phase. It was. I was kind of late to that because those games didn't really like pull me in. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there, there was a, there was a point in time where okay, so after that PS2 Star Wars Battlefront era, base kind of ended, fizzled out. I only played games when I was at somebody else's house, mm-hmm. and it was usually like Call of Duty or Halo. Yeah, back when Call of Four game. came out. Right. So I kind of missed some of that Guitar Hero. Uh, it's uh, kind of like right around the phase. same time too. But I didn't play it because I didn't have it. Yeah. And when I was at other people's houses, it was always one of the other two games. Yeah. So then when I eventually got a 360, also Brandon was the only one in our area who had Xbox Live. That's true, too. So when you guys would play COD online, you guys would only go to his house to play. Other than uh, that, it would be like LAN parties. Right. And so at my house, when I finally eventually got an Xbox 360, that's when when I had one of my own. That I didn't have to share or go somewhere else to play. That's when I really started getting into games and playing stuff like with with nobody around. I would actually play like a single player game, yeah, or you know stuff like that. Or and eventually got live, and was able to play online without other people around. That was like world changing. It is. It really is. Because I mean, multiplayer on games that you never play multiplayer. Because for a while, I I can remember the the phase of getting a new game was campaign. Mm-hmm. And, like, no one played multiplayer. Right. Like, even Halo. Yeah. Like, when you had friends over, you'd play co-op uh, campaign, mm-hmm. which is the greatest thing about Halo. The yeah. entire Halo series, other than, I think, one, had a co-op. I think, no, the original does, too. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it does now. Yeah. But I don't know about don't, before. You might be right about that. Because the remaster, definitely. Um, Master Chief Collection. Yeah. And I don't think they've taken out co-op campaign in the newer ones. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure the new ones incorporated yeah and they, they have their like the uh, side games too like where you uh, battle the waves of enemies mm-hmm. uh, firefight you, firefight you can do that locally or online mm-hmm. story locally or online Dude. but back in the day like everything was campaign xbox live as a kid is a game changer yeah like it's 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 staying up until six the next morning playing <laughs> battlefield yeah. four yeah. <laughs> that or or like just being a kid and being and when you don't have internet for the longest time, yeah, and all of a sudden, oh, I can play Halo Reach with people on the other side of the planet. I oh, used this to is cool. I used <laughs> to have to like download online MMOs 
yeah. to play online because yeah. I would have an Xbox, but in order to play like a FPS shooter that was multiplayer, I would play on the computer. Mm-hmm. And half the time you would play something like Combat Arms or whatever. Oh, it's not that great. It's not it that. There was one game I did find, and it wasn't even a Steam game. It was a free online game. I can't remember the name, but the graphics were that. They were so good that they were like COD 4 on low. Okay. So like it wasn't terrible, but for online MMO, it was better than Combat Arms. Okay. Better than Roar. War, I can't ever say it. War Rock. Remember that one? No. That was pretty much like the battlefield of MMO. Okay. It had jets, tanks, vehicles, like open maps and stuff. But that one was like kind of blocky, mm-hmm. almost like Counter-Strike-ish in the early days. And um, or the one I used to play online when I first got into that, I literally transitioned from online MMO Got the 360. This game came out called Soldier of Fortune, which was like subpar, kind of like following a story. Like the the head complete dismember in it. Like you would shoot somebody with an AK at 100 meters in their shoulder and their arm would lop off. <laughs> like it was just kind of arcadey style shooter. And then went from like that to getting Bad Company 2, or actually the first one, the first Battlefield Bad Company. And that was freaking mind blowing. Like in the introduction, it tells you to shoot a grenade through a wall. And, like, you you destroy the building and walk through it. And, like, in video games back then, there wasn't destructible right. environments. Yeah. So yeah like, unless it was scripted. Yeah. But, like, interactive-wise, like, yeah. that battlefield put the bar high. I think the first online game, other than, like, some random bullshit browser game, like, other than that, which you can play anytime, anywhere, first, like, real, like, multiplayer game that I played, literally, I think, was... Because I didn't even play Battle Star Battlefront online because I played it. They didn't have. Yeah, you'd only play campaign. Right. And or, even or, campaign would kind of played like online. Galactic Conquest against AI. Yeah. So I didn't play that online, because that wasn't my PlayStation. It was not at my house. There was no internet <laughs> to play it on. Uh, I the first multiplayer game I think other than at somebody else's house was Black Ops One. Mm-hmm. That was the first multiplayer that I like got into. Which was good. That was a good game online. And that's really late to get into video games compared to most yeah. people. <laughs> I mean, even like the online aspect, I didn't get into it until like recent years. Yeah. Like fully. Like I would have online at the house, but I would play on like Connor's account mm. or I'd play on Corey's account. I never really had like a console to be online on. And right. when I did, I didn't have the money to keep it. Yeah. Like it, I'd, I'd have to keep remaking accounts for the free three months and shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Two day passes, man. Yeah. That bullshit. <laughs> you remember? You remember those days where like we didn't have our own source of income, so like two day passes were like like currency. Yeah. <laughs> two day Xbox Live passes. You like, give somebody one. You give your friend one. Like I got eight of these. You're like how? Or it's like it's like uh, like why don't we why don't we play this together later? And it's like oh I don't have Xbox Live. We're like well I'll give you this two day pass. And it's like yeah. Yeah. Like, you both are like yeah. We're, we're definitely like, playing. And like, then they don't. <laughs> Bro, I I played one round of PUBG the other day. Yeah. Like I got on, started everything, got like the boxes it gives you to intro out and uh, gave you your introduction as far as the hub. Mm -hmm. Played one round of solos, landed away from everybody to get acclimated, was like looting and shit like that. Um, I found like a a decent package on the ground, started looting a gun, vest, helmet, so on and so forth. And like somebody comes up behind me. Like the first thirty seconds of the game, it hits me in the back with a shotgun. Yeah. Instantly kills me. I literally like, like hit the menu button, go home, exit PUBG, uninstall. Like you uninstalled it? No, but I wanted to. 
But I was literally like, that's bullshit. Like, first game, 30 seconds in, I was the first one dead. Apex Legends is like that, too. Yeah. At least you have a team. But, uh, man, I, I, I play that for like a couple hours at a time, usually, because... It takes that long sometimes to like, get a good game, get going. a good game, to get a good team because there's a lot of luck involved. Yeah, drop like you're saying. Like sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere and you won't see anybody for ten minutes. Sometimes everybody and their sister dropped in the same spot, and as you, you have to fist fight your way out of it. And you like, have to, or yeah, just run run around looking for a gun the whole time while your teammates fighting, and you're like, I'm sorry, I don't have a gun, so yeah. I don't know what to do. And, and yeah, and there's sometimes where you just drop and immediately die because people already have guns yeah yeah it's 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 that's a that's one of those very fast-paced games that's like you drop in you start you loot oh already dead just do another one yeah drop in but see like that's why like with modern warfare i haven't been able to keep up because now i'm seeing that you can have like preset um loadouts like you can get to like the the drop mm-hmm. and then in like pick, yeah and like yeah. pick out your, your the one the loadout class. you made and, yeah. and actually run it with that like that to me because I'm not that far into the game to have as many guns as everybody else, so my loadouts can only be as good as like what I have available to me. Yeah. So, I just I haven't played that in a while. Anyway, I've been I'm stuck not, on Battlefield. I, I don't dislike Warzone. I don't either. I just doesn't appeal to me as much. Mm-hmm. I would rather play like Team Death or Search yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, I like different games for different things. Like for some reason, Call of Duty, I want sh- smaller maps, more a little bit more fast paced. Uh, but when I want when I want a big open game, I want Battlefield. Yeah. When I want a battle royale, I want something like PUBG or Apex Legends. And have I, you played PUBG? Um, on Xbox? Not on Xbox. Not recently yet. No, I have played it in the past, like before a lot of updates. So yeah. Like a couple of years ago, when on my old it's, gaming computer. It's still the same game on Xbox. It seems like the controls are just a little bit touchy. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to pick guns up off the ground, and it was like. Hit X to pick up. So I'm sitting there hitting X and nothing's happening. I'm like, yeah, that game is very um, rough around the edges. Yeah, they're still going through development. Yeah, constantly adding. I mean, they are on a season pass. Are they technically released? Yeah, is the game they still have their like um, closed testing servers? Okay, it's not still technically beta. Like no, it's not beta because for the longest time it was beta. Same thing with Fortnite. Like yeah. Fortnite was beta even when season one started. Mm-hmm. It was still technically. It was beta released. up until like season two. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That whole system is really strange to me. Like how you can have a game that's not technically released, but everybody's playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, like how, how does for, your server not crash? Like for a while, Fortnite was the number one game in the world, but it wasn't technically released. It was in beta. In Minecraft, same thing. Yeah, number one so unreleased like, game. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's released. People are playing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I do you mean? <laughs> I, for me, I have such a, it's bad. I have such a, like, picky taste in games that, like, I, for instance, I, I was just thinking this the other, like, literally the other day, I, like, how I've never played uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Mm. Like, I hear, I would love it. Yeah. It's online. It seems fr- like your kind of game. Like, online free roam with teams and stuff like that. Like, that's everything I can ask for, but... I'm- I'm kind of picky with games too, but I have this thing where like, if if I'm playing a game just for my own enjoyment and nobody's watching, it's not not to please anybody else. I, I have a very narrow selection. Yeah. But if I were to like do it for fun, like with other people, or like to make a video out of it, which I want to do one day. Yeah. Um, that is like that makes me want to play like a wider selection of things, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason that I want to 
do some kind of gaming content eventually yeah. is to expose myself to more shit that I would not otherwise play. True. No, we, we could always do a bit like that. Do online bit, stream while we play. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Get on Discord. Yeah. Ghost on the Ox account. Ghost on the Ox. You should do that. Make a Discord? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a whole thing, too. But Damn. I'll, do I'll work on it. I'll look into it. Yeah. Get real with it. Get real. Now, in the back of my head, not only am I excited for the new Battlefield game, but I'm also anticipating like, not getting a new Battlefield just because of what I read earlier. Saying that it's not, it's gonna be like a third person open world game. You'll probably need a new console by the time that comes out anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might not be available on. No, I'm definitely looking toward, I'm definitely getting a Series X. Yeah. I Down the line, eventually, I wanna get both. I wanna get the X, Series X, and I wanna get the PS5, which I've never done that before on previous console generations. I've never gotten both. Yeah. I've only gotten, I've just started with Xbox. It's always good too because you'll have exclusive yeah. uh, names coming out for different that, games. That was the thing. When I when I watched the PlayStation 5 reveal like live stream a few months ago when they did it and there was a lot of shit on there that looked like really cool to me mm-hmm. and Play, Play, PlayStation 5 does have a lot of exclusive that like Xbox does not you have. You think they're going to do a Kingdom's Heart 4? Didn't they already talk about that? Or no, 3. I don't know. They probably will. I'm sure it's a it's a successful enough franchise. They probably will. Because I mean, that's you, not you really, can. It's not exclusive. Those, it's it's on both consoles. I'm just wondering. I've never played any of those. Really? They're good. There's a whole genre and era of games that I just missed out on. That I just it was just not in my forte. It was just, no. I just I it was just not something I was exposed to. I guess. You know. Very true. Like I didn't know Halo existed until I started playing Halo Three. Really? I just didn't know it existed. I was never like in gaming culture until like that era, until that period. It would be, it would be nice to be able to like get the man cave done up and get the studio incorporated with it. I do want to build a racing sim. That would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be pneumatic, like a moving chair, just a, a good wheel. Imagine if you had one of those that actually could like tilt and stuff. Yeah, I saw one online that's like available for public consume, like consumer. Yeah. And uh, it's like fucking five grand. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> I can make one that just sits still. Yeah. You probably could just build a chair. Yeah, you just get a, a either a gamer chair mm-hmm. that's shaped like the race ones, yeah. or you just get a cheap race chair, mm-hmm. built a jig, and then. Um, put the steering wheel on top of it. Have it in front of your steer, uh, your TV. Doesn't have to be like one piece. Yeah, just something to hold a, a chair, pedals, and a wheel. It doesn't have to be one piece. It has to be Naruto. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about anime. Yeah. Damn boy, your time's running out fast. I've been watching um, uh, Full Malco. Full, Full, Full Malco. Full, Full Malco. Full Malcolm X. Full Malcolm Scott. Full Malcolm X. No, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Which has been really cool. That's a good noise. Yeah, you heard that? Yeah. You're trying me to squeak. Yeah. No, I've been watching that. Uh, I've been really fucking with it. It's really cool. I kind of, I hear the, the difference between it and the original Full Metal Alchemist is that the original doesn't follow the, the, the manga, manga, yeah. after a certain point anymore, or like it branches off. But I'm still interested. Like I kind of want to go back because it's like kind of like, in my mind, it's like it's an alternate universe, you know. In a way, in a way, especially if it goes on its own like path. Yeah, it's which is the same thing. You remember when? Uh, well, it's I think it's still going. But you remember when Walking Dead was like the shit? Yeah. Now it has so many different subtitles. There's The Walking Dead. 
there was the comics, which was going on at the same time, and they had completely different stories. Like the show just went in a different direction altogether. Yeah. And there was then there was two different games. There was like a survival, like first person game, I think, and then there was also the, um, um, like choose your adventure. Yeah, the the choose the, what is it? The choice one. Like yeah. Pick your path in a way. A A through D. Right. There's like a quick time thing that you yeah. can choose the choose the path. Pretty much like you affect like what happens next. Yeah. Which is in like. I heard those were good though. Well, I don't know. I lost interest whenever the governor interacted with the main characters. I lost interest when people inside of in the first ep- second episode, people inside of a tank were infected. I was like, mm, I don't know about that one, chief. <laughs> inside of a tank, like ah. No, because like Rick is like walking through the city or whatever. I think it's like first or second episode. And he's, like, walking through the city, like, seeing what's going on because he's been in a coma or whatever. Yeah. And he he gets – I don't remember exactly the line of events, but he, like – somehow a tank is involved and these soldiers are inside of it dead. I'm thinking how did the infection get to them inside of a tank? Unless it's open air. But I don't think it is in Walking Dead because that means everybody would be infected. Oh, yeah, true. It wouldn't be people walking around. It's only transmitted through bites. Right. Well, I don't know. If you can you can dig into that, somebody would be bound to have some sort of theory how that works. Yeah. Like, well, maybe one of them was bit before they got in the tank. I guess. So. Could be. I don't know. That just kind of irked me a little bit when I watched it, and and then for some reason it just it didn't really hook me. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it t- you asked me about the Mandalorian, and it takes a lot for me to like stay hooked. Yeah. Only show I've watched like through and through, like many times after one another is The Office. And that's because I put it on for background noise, and I like know the lines. Like, that's how many times I've watched it. Mandalorian for me. Shout is out to easy to keep up with because Steve Carell. Shout out Steve Carell, as if he needed any more exposure. Right. But uh, no, it's easy to keep for me for Star Wars because it's, it has a special place in my heart. I actually really want to go back and watch the Clone Wars series because. I watched, I remember the first like season-ish on Cartoon Network when it started, yeah. and I kind of lost interest, cause, but I hear, or I've heard, because I've, I've kept up a little bit more with Star Wars shit now, that it gets really dark, and it also has a lot of lore like that you don't necessarily need to know, but it's more, really lightens up the universe, like more shit, you know Yeah, it shines more light on what's going on. Yeah. Oh shit, uh, I forgot this was going... Has a candle going back there, but yeah, I want to go back and watch Clone Wars because I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix now. The Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I have to watch it. So after the anime I'm watching, after Full Metal Alchemist, I want to watch the Clone Wars, and I want to also want to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh my god! Yeah, you keep bringing that up, and I can't help but cringe because what you just showed me, <laughs> like that's that's the reason I don't want to watch it. But that's the thing about it; it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, it's well, a it's, weird. It's show. too bizarre for me. It's for you. Yeah. Which you can tell me about which it. Which is surprising because I feel like you would like bizarre shit. I do. I mean, I like Bizarre Foods by Andrew Zimmern. That's a good show on the Travel Channel. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good show. Yeah. yeah. I like um, Ghost Adventures. That's that's a pretty bizarre show. It's it's a pretty... I have a I have a fine line of what I really consider like worth watching is what it is. <laughs> so... Understandable. Yeah. I think once I get to a certain point in JoJo's, I'll tell you shit going on, and you'll probably. It definitely be seems more interesting. I won't. I won't like lie about that. But would I want to take the time to watch it? Mm. <laughs> nah. 
just to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. But you can tell me about it. I'll have a weekly uh, update on the podcast. You gotta like <laughs> use the <laughs> use the, <laughs> the music from that show as like your exercise music to like work out to what they play on that show. That's funny. The soundtrack. Yeah, the the decapitated head dance oh, party. That was the torture dance. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a um. Whatever song that, they that had. That was a highly anticipated like scene because it was in the manga too. Yeah. And then when it finally got made and like animated, people were like really like fucked with it because the music was was cool. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. It was like it was like it's a famous like scene or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, definitely interesting. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think the last anime I actually watched all the way through was Soul Eater. Yeah. Was it good? And yeah, that and Inuyasha back in the day, Yu Yu Hakusho, Samurai Champloo. Cowboy Bebop, all those old classics. I'm trying to get Gage into Cowboy Bebop. He he's not into it. He's like, eh. He'll wait, just he's, wait. His that show. His attitude towards it is kind of your attitude towards JoJo. He's like, it just doesn't like hook him. Well, he hasn't even got into it, man. That show. We watched. Well, I, I guess he wasn't paying attention. But one day when we were like watching, we were like him and a couple of friends were over. We were watching stuff. Uh, we watched a couple episodes of, uh, what's it called One Punch Man. Yeah, which is really funny and bizarre also. And That's then, a funny show. We watched a couple episodes of that, and then I put on Cowboy Bebop, and they stopped paying attention. Hmm. And I think it's because the first couple episodes are a little bit slow because they're definitely more, they're more introductory. Yeah, it's introducing Spike's background and stuff. Yeah, and like Spike's a badass and smokes cigarettes and shit. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I have to hook him and make it. He's like the it. the anime 007. A little bit. Spike should be the failure. Yeah, he's he's an ultimate failure. He's actually, he it's he's like the most badass character who always loses. Uh huh. <laughs> always ends up getting in binds, finding himself. <coughs> they always lose their bounty. Yeah. Wow. Somehow, that's like every episode. Yeah, literally having to go back and chase somebody down. Yeah. It's a good show. I have Mogan's sword from uh, Samurai Champloo. That's sweet. that's sick. Mm-hmm. That's one of Andreas's favorites too. It's in there. I like Samurai Champloo. I have two swords in there. I have a dragon katana and then Mugen's double-edged blade. Oh, you got a sword collection? I wish. <laughs> I was going to. Collection of two? I was actually because I saw Mugen's sword and then there's, I think his name is Jen. Jen? On um, Samurai Champloo. He has like a no guard bamboo, um, what are they called? Sheath. He has like okay. a bamboo sheath and like a, the, it's all monolithic. Like the guard and handle or like there, well, there's no guard, but like the sheath and the handle all match up perfectly. That's cool. So it looks like a bamboo arch. The Mugen sword's in there. Speaking of, you just said a word that sparked a, uh, something in my head. Monolith. You know. Oh about, yeah. You know about the monoliths? They keep disappearing. In, well, adventure. Dis- there's a third one now. Yeah, but an adventurer destroyed the first one in Utah. No, they they can't. Is that new news? Because I read an article. They can't find what happened to it. There was like a video posted of like an adventurer that found it and like it's like why he took it down. Oh, that must be new. Yeah, I mean I gotta find it. Cause what I I was reading about that yes literally yesterday, and yeah I think it was yesterday and yeah so background, just for listeners who don't know what we're talking about in Utah this is the first one in Utah somewhere out remotely in the desert they found um, these people were like looking, like the Bureau of like Land Management or whatever. We're like looking for, I don't know, they're doing some kind of thing with land and like looking for animals and I don't know, some environmental stuff. And they found uh, a monolith, this metal triangular monolith 
uh, just in the middle of nowhere. And they said that it wouldn't be impossible for somebody to put it there, but to choose that really strange remote location that's hard to get to made it strange. And then a day or two later, it disappears. Uh, and what I read was they couldn't figure out what happened to it. It just They came back another day, and it was just gone. Um, and then they found another one in Romania. It looks a little bit different, but it's similar. It had like wild lines on it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. This then, right here says monolith spotted in California after sportsmen yep. say they dismantled it in Utah. I was going to say the third one was somewhere in California in like a, on like a trail. Oh, oh, oh. Cut, 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 cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so now there's three of them bitches. Yeah, this one's in Addis... Uh, how do you say that? Atascadero, California? I don't know. Atascadero. Unlike the monolith that disappeared in Utah's remote... This one wasn't embedded to the ground. So apparently the one in Utah left a plate in the ground hmm. when removed. Hmm. I... The only theory... Like the most plausible theory that I I've read about of what this is what this is about is that it there was a I forget the name so sorry y'all y'all listening will have to look it up on your own but I read that there was a an artist who when they died they their son said that they their dad like the artist left wanted to leave art pieces around in random places yeah. for people to find after he's dead so he has not confirmed whether or not this is that or if it's just something else because maybe he doesn't even know himself. But um, Right here, USA Today says... That's what it seems like to me is an art thing. Photographers captured removal of the mysterious Utah monolith. If it's aliens, I'll be the first one to say, fuck yeah. It says more clues are <laughs> surfacing in the case of the Utah monolith that vanished as mysteriously as it appeared. So it wasn't aliens that removed Utah's mysterious monolith after all. Human beings are responsible for removing the 10-foot metal monolith, which... which Where are you getting this, by the way? USA Today. Okay. And it says... Uh, which brought international attention after it was discovered November 18th, embedded in Utah's remote Red Rock County, or country, and went viral before vanishing without a trace over the weekend. Um, says... Days after the structure disappeared, travel photographer Ross Bernards revealed that he was on site when the un, when the unified men or the unidentified four, sorry, unidentified men showed up to remove the non-world famous monolith. Is what it's called. Hmm. Not, oh, now world famous. Sorry, I can't see. Goddamn. <laughs> Bernards' friends Mike Newlands and uh, was also a witness to the removal. A few days later, he spoke with one of the men responsible for the removal, who react or who reached out asking for photos. Uh, Newlands, t- uh, yeah, Newlands took the photos carrying them the mono. Uh, sorry, yeah, that he took photos as they carried it away. Well, says they took it away for a few reasons. Um, it's litter. <laughs> Technically, is one of them, and it's uh, public places are to be respected. Imagine, yeah. imagine aliens send a probe like message to us. And our people are like, eh, that's garbage. It's litter. <laughs> it's ruining our, our, our it's ruining our landscape. <laughs> I'm honest, a bunch of people took pictures on it, apparently. Or around it. Turned into a selfie magnet, huh? Oh. That looks like some men in black shit. 
unidentified four guys. And it's weird because looking at it, it's like there's a wood frame. Really? Yeah. Like I it, wonder yeah. if that's what they're carrying it in. Well, no, it looks like the inside of the plate. Oh, I think it's a reflection. No, like look at the bottom. I'm looking at it. Oh, you're right, actually. Huh. Yeah, and then I watched the video. I watched this video of a guy who got to the pillar, the monolith, before it was removed, and he knocks on it, and he said it sounded like cardboard. Really? Yeah. I remember someone saying that it seemed hollow. But that's, yeah. I'm glad I found that. That's what USA Today says. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, people just decided to remove it. And I'm wondering if they said it's litter because it wasn't actually metal. Maybe. Because based on this picture here, after seeing the guy said it, it felt like cardboard, that's so, what the inside looks like. So are we in the monolith era now? Are we just going to keep finding these things everywhere now? Or what? I don't know. That's strange. Because remember, remember a few years back where people were dressed up as clowns all the time? Yeah, that was that was an interesting uh, so is this year. So, is this like that, but with monoliths? I don't know, because if it is alien, that would mean hopefully they're coming soon. <laughs> hopefully? Yeah. Because mm. if they come to do harm, then, you know, of course, that's not a... that's I'm not wishing that. Yeah. But if it's an advancement in human uh, evolution... Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Next thing you know, we could fly without needing uh, jets. We can just... Speak Gravity propulsion systems. Yeah. They touch you in the forehead and all of a sudden you know everything. That'd be cool. That, that'd be a cool... It sounds you painful. Know, I wish a power... I might, okay. The common, common question is like, what, what superpower would you want? My normal answer is usually like invisibility. But really thinking about it, a really useful one that's more kind of in-depth would be having the ability to give somebody like make somebody else see things from the exact point of view that I'm looking at them from like you know mm-hmm. like with the same emotional weight the same context of information like make basically put somebody in my head for for a second so they can like understand on a deeper level yeah that I'm talking about or right. or do that with other people like make people understand each other better hmm. like because sometimes there's so, like be the world's best therapist I guess so. <laughs> As a superpower. Because I'm, I'm thinking like sometimes a lot of miscommunications or people who don't see eye to eye on something, it's not just because they're, they clash, but sometimes there's like bits of information that is on the periphery for both of them and they don't know how to articulate it to yeah. send it to the other person for them to understand Pull it into everything. that center lane for them. Yeah. So I wish there's a way that would be... That would have to be like some kind of telepathy type thing, like really put you in. Yeah, my, that's the put word. You in my shoes. Because I was gonna say telekinesis, but the reason why that's, I, that's a lifting. Yeah, but no, I was gonna say as far as me, like because you're saying telepathy, I would think like telekinesis kind of covers a few different, you know, um, different genres of superpowers. Because if it means making objects float, you could technically choose yourself to make yourself float. Yeah. So you cover flying. Like a movie Chronicle. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Good movie. Where you just, you know, telekinesis allows you to move shit. So, shit, move yourself. Whoop. Yeah. Fly yourself into a different state for all you care. Mm. And then when it comes to, like, predicaments or whatever, like, you use it to, like, lift a car out of a ditch or something. You know another cool, kind of lesser known um, superpower movie is a Jumper, I think is what it's called. Yeah, where you can just, like... They can just teleport places. As long as they've seen it. Yeah, if they've seen the location, they can teleport there. Yeah. So they can like look at a picture. A postcard and then just like poof there. And people who like 
exercise their powers more. They're able to teleport things like cars yeah. or buildings with them. Uh, hey, Newton's joining us. Cat's here. That door was shut. I don't think it's shut all the way. I watched him push it open. Oh. Or watched her. Oh, boy. Well, Newton's here. Special guest. Special guest, Nudie. Say hi. Very, at the very end. <laughs> yeah, right? Out of nowhere. I think she's telling us our time's up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyways. Yeah, you're saying jumper. That. Yeah, being able to teleport, just like, yeah, I just want to go to the pyramids real quick. You know, just, yeah, just the, go there. And I just appear. That's Come my on. microphone, baby. <laughs> oh. She's purring into the mic. So, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. If I had a superpower, it would be to I be able to transform into different animals. Like, like Beast Boy. Oh, like Beast Boy? You chose like the worst of the few. <laughs> you pick one animal and you have to remain that animal. Yeah. Like a uh, penguin. <laughs> yeah, right? Pick the wrong one. And eater. <laughs> like not even a cool A marsupial. One. Like I'm just, I'm just like a hedgehog. Just, you choose like to be a, a sloth. <laughs> Sloths are kind of rad though. They just literally vibe out. They just vibe. They are the most vibiest animals. Other than cats, I think. You you would think she missed me a little bit. Right? Jesus. <laughs> She's putting her head in my armpit right now. She's like really like. She looks sad. Right now. Yeah. yeah. She's sad. Mommy's still in Ohio. Mm. She's coming She's home the Saturday. Bean the bean field. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I still need that picture. Yeah, you do. I want to use that. He, she's going to ask why you have it. I'll be, I'll, if she doesn't want her face, I'll blur her face out. Or but just like cut her out of it and just use the picture of the bean field. I think her in the bean field is, is better. If I just like put a sensor bar over her face, just showing her in a bean field is hilarious. Newton's freaking adorable. Bean field, human for scale. She, she thinks we're talking about her because her nickname is Bean. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I can hear her purring still. Really? A little bit. Oh, well, outside noises kind of covered it. Somebody revving their engine. Yeah. My freaking neighbor. Speaking of your neighbor, your crackhead neighbor is cleaned up a lot. Yeah, that's because code enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once a month, they have to clean up and then it's back to, back to business. I'll, I'll give it, you know, a couple months and it'll be a junkyard again. Yeah. I feel like the guy who actually lives there, the owner of the house, um, which I think it's his, like that. That's the dad over there. Mm. They're all old, but that's the old dad. The oldest. Oldest. And They're all uh, old, but he's the oldest. Yeah, and uh, he straightened them out. I think because mm. they were like sleeping outside on a mattress. Outside. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was not oh, healthy. Man. Just in the front yard on a mattress. Like crazy neighbors. <laughs> Hopefully not for long. Right. I mean, it's been long enough. Don't step on that. Now you're making all sorts of bad decisions. <laughs> well, that probably marks the end. Yeah, she came probably. in here and told us how it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn, Newton. She's doing something. Yeah, she just kicked my freaking monitor. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been good. We love you guys. I love some McRib. It's pretty good. Yeah. So go get yourself one. And if you can uh, send a picture in with that, um, yeah, you gotta tweet out or or put on Instagram the no shave for McRib, shave for McRib sweepstakes. Yeah, and, and you gotta use that hashtag. Get yourself a end up sweepstakes to win some McRibs. You only get one. You only get one, <laughs> and it's only the first ten thousand people. Now your hair will grow back. Yeah, it's worth it. 
I'm sure 10,000 people <laughs> have already put in. If you're not that dedicated to your facial hair, might as well, right? I'm not. Mine grows in so patchy, it's not funny. <laughs> Mine, I'm a couple years in, so I think I should just leave it. Yeah. One day, just shave it all off for the fuck of it. Just for the McRib. Next November. How about the next time the McRib comes around? And next November, instead of no shave, just be like, I shave. <laughs> shave November. Yeah, shave November. Yes, shave. So, like, from now on, don't clean it up and just see where it's at next November. I still haven't done that. I've never cleaned it up or anything. Oh. Caveman facial. It'll grow if you cut it a little it bit. Got, when, it, when, I, when it got to a certain length, I stopped caring about the neck. The neck beard? Yeah. Because it's at a length where you don't ever see it. So it's, what's the point? Yeah. Um, well, it'll grow if you cut it a little bit. The only part that I shave is my cheeks. Right yeah. There, so line it up a little Can bit. Can you stop? And my mustache. I trimmed that so it doesn't go over my lips. She smells the McRib. The McRib is gone, Newton. Okay, y'all. We're going to wrap this shit up. Plus, I don't think onions are good for cats. No. Definitely not. But she wants that bag, though. She's securing the bag. She secured the bag. All right. She's giving us, she's giving the bag an ocular pat down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you. Whatever I just said. Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 21. I've been Devin. I've been Kevin, but I might be someone different next episode. Maybe. Tune in and find out. Tune in. Follow him at. Devin J. Merchant. <laughs> I don't ever remember. I thought you were, were going to plug my Twitter for me. Yeah, I don't ever remember it. <laughs> Follow me at Devin J. Merchant on Twitter. Um, you can also email us at ghostontheox at gmail.com. Um, Follow my new project. Um, I Ain't Dead Yet. Ain't Dead Yet. Um, ADY. It's uh, SoundCloud forward slash ain't underscore dead underscore yet. Look for me. I'm going to be having new tunes coming out soon. We just heard a sneak preview of what I got coming. I got a couple chord progressions. Uh, stick around for uh, the production and process stream. We're going to get that started. And other than that, you'll have a good day. Make sure you wash your hands. And also have a good night, too. Yeah. Cause and then also have like a good midday, cool too. If you want. And if you're not, then have a good day anyway. Have a good next day. after. You're that. breathing. <laughs>